Welcome to the Glam Podcast. My name is Molly Mahoney from The Prepared Performer, and we are going to help you to go live and monetize. Psst, it's Molly. And guess what? You are going to want to tune in because today we're talking about SEO, search engine optimization. So if you want to have more traffic to your website, if you want to have more traffic to your phone ringing off the hook so that people can throw credit cards at your face, you can optimize your search on your website so that people can actually find you when they're searching for the solutions that you provide. All right, we're going to take just another minute. We're going to do a fun little game as we get started. This is what I call a gratitude race. So if you see this on our little countdown here with Be Live, check it out, check it out. It's a gratitude race. You have 51 seconds to type as many things that you are grateful for as you can in the chat. So go to the chat right now. I want you to write everything that you are grateful for. Can you do it? Can you do it? I think you can. Let's get going. I'm going to start writing mine too. I should have some music that's like, dee, 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 dee. I want to see what you are grateful for. What I am grateful for is <gasps> recently I decided I didn't want to mess around anymore when it comes to my SEO. And so I decided to go to the top of the top when it comes to search engine optimization, which is the amazing Neil Patel. If you don't know who Neil Patel is, what rock are you hiding under? I have been honored to be speaking on stages with Neil. I've been honored to follow him around the internet for, I don't know, all of my business life and finally decided that it was time that I needed to up my SEO and I decided to connect with his team and hired them for my own business, The Prepared Performer, to clean up some of the mess that I had created over there. We're gonna dive into more of what that mess is. But first, before we do, it is my absolute honor to bring the team from Neil Patel Digital, Neil Patel Excel to the screen. So I'm gonna bring them up one by one. You're gonna see them. I think I'm gonna bring everybody at once. Ready? Let's just bring everybody at once. It's gonna be. <laughs> I've never brought this many people into a stream at one time. We're gonna do it. Are you ready? Be Live is making magic happen. Mark, Olivia, and Connor, all at the same time. <laughs> So good. So we're here on this show. This is a show that we do every week with B.Live, our favorite way to stream live on the internet. And I am so honored to be introducing, I'm going to call all of you like you're actually my friends because I bought games to play with my kids because of you. Like there's been so much fun that we have had here on the team. So I'm going to introduce you one by one and have you give just a little introduction so everybody knows who they are learning from today. And uh, let's start with Mark. You're the first person I met on the team and I'm just so grateful for the support yeah. that you've given us and that all you're gonna share with us as we lay out this SEO guide for beginners. So Mark, just give us a little background history of why we should trust you. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, the beard's probably going to throw you off in terms of trustworthiness, but if you can get past that, you know, then then I think we'll be okay. So I'm Mark Elkington. I'm one of Neil's uh, senior account executives and strategists here at Neil Patel Excel. And what I do is I work with clients in the beginning phases as we talk to them and try to understand their business and their needs, kind of what challenges they're going through, and then seeing where uh, their difficulties and needs overlap with what we can provide. Just trying to find good fits, natural relationships. I've been uh, in kind of the digital marketing space off and on for about uh, 12 years or so. And I was happy to meet Molly and work with her and some other folks that she sent our way. And I'm happy to be joining the, the stream here today as well. Oh, you're mute. I think you're muted, Molly. 
Yeah, I couldn't hear Molly either. I am living into like every pro move today for this show. So let's just talk about like the proness. I started this show on the wrong page. So (laughs) we've been going through all kinds of stuff. Can you hear me now? (laughs) Yep. Okay. So what I was saying is that Mark shared so much value with me in the beginning, because for those of you that don't know, I was a musical theater performer in a past life. And I started as a musical theater coach and I dug in and did all sorts of SEO magic on my site when I first started. And now if you search tap dance terms, tap dance terminology, anything like that, I am number one. However, most of you know, I am no longer a tap dancing coach. So this proved to be a problem. And I've tried so many different people, strategies to be able to help with this. And this team here is really the first team that's ever actually been able to, I'm going to say, Mark, like, you're the first person who ever really understood me (laughs) when it came (laughs) to the complications that I had created. So um, I'm just, I'm so glad to be able to share the strategies that you guys are doing for us with everybody here today. So let's move to the next little person that I met. She's not a little person. She's a little person with a big personality. (laughs) Olivia. When I first met Mark, I told him that I wanted to make sure I was partnered with someone who wasn't going to. What was the word that I said, Mark? Do you remember? I think you said the the gist I got was I don't want to be with someone who's uptight or can't handle my zany personality. And I told you, I'm sorry, we only have uptight people here. So (laughs) I think, (laughs) but but no, we had Olivia and she was actually someone I thought of when we were talking. We have a lot of different account managers, different backgrounds, personality types, all sorts of fun stuff. So we could get the right person, but it seems like it's going great. It's amazing. I love Olivia so much. And I think I also clarified that I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be with somebody who was going to make me feel stupid. Because I hope I haven't. <laughs> you haven't. No, you're amazing. And sometimes I think in this world when we're when we're working with companies on things that are maybe a little more techy or, you know, I, like I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Olivia, but sometimes I've been spoken down to like, oh, well, you know, there's a thing called a keyword. And I'm like, hello. So I just I've so appreciated your fun, your personality, and your understanding of the real ninja strategies. So I'm really excited to dive into this with you today, too. Can you give us a little intro uh, about why we should trust you? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Well, I have to say, you know, Molly is one of my favorite clients, not not just because of her fantastic personality, but because she really wants to learn and she wants to understand how to effectively run her business better. And part of that is a great SEO strategy. You know, Um, the online world is where we all live and have been living in 2020. Oh, thank God. 2020 is gone as a year. Let's make 2021 the greatest. So uh, it's, t- but it's time to really, you know, make sure that your visibility is one that your audience can see. And so SEO is a part of that. I've been working in marketing for a while now, and I've worked uh, in social media. I've worked in paid management. I've worked in SEO, and I'm just so happy to be able to work with Molly on driving a good keyword strategy for her. I know we'll talk about this a little bit more today, um, but as she mentioned, she has been ranking for very strange keywords that are no. <laughs> relevant to her business and so that's been a really fun challenge to work on the to work on the side of okay let's get those phased out and let's bring a whole new strategy to the to the table where we can you know really effectively grow your audience the right one yes so good and what i want to highlight with that is wherever you are at your business whether you are like me where you have a rather you know, we have a rather robust business here and we have kind of a hot mess. So it was a really great opportunity to bring in someone to help us with that. Or if you're just getting started, we're going to share some strategies here today with you that will help you to get on the path towards being found online. So as we go through this, 
I don't know if you guys know, but we do a giveaway every show. So as you're learning things here, as you're hearing strategies, ideas that are coming to your mind, maybe things you've heard before and you're being reminded, give us the hashtag nugget below with the tip or the strategy that you learned. And we're gonna do a giveaway for a selfie light. So I'm gonna give away some selfie lights today. So, so far, give us some nuggets below. We wanna keep those flying. And with that, we're gonna move into our next guest, which is Connor. And Connor, I have to say, has suggested a game that I am now, it's like set up permanently in my front yard. <laughs> just want you to know. So more than just helping us to be able to spread the word about the team here, Connor has also um, helped me to have more fun with my kids. So that's been good too. Connor, can you give us a little intro? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I just want you to know if there are any injuries, I'm not liable, Molly. Okay, so I'm <laughs> for that. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Molly's been amazing to work with. So she's one of our partners now. Um, I'm in charge of the partner program at NPXL. And it's just been so much fun working with her. Um, her campaign was started going really well with us. And so she wanted to tell all of her friends about it, all of her contacts and other clients that she's working with. Um, and so that's a big part of why we're doing this today is so she can share her experience and we can kind of give a background and a discussion on um, what SEO is and how it can help everyone. So with that, we actually have a couple of um, amazing gifts available for everybody. So I'm gonna bring this up onto the screen and I'm gonna do two little things. So, ooh, I've got a pop, so I've never, I've never had this many guests on the show before, which is so cool. <laughs> so um, we have two things. One, we have a call, and I'm gonna pop the link up here in just a moment. We have a call. Actually, I'll just type that on up here. We have a call that you can book if you're interested in learning more. We also have a free course. Can you tell us a little bit about that free course, Connor? Yeah, so this is Neil's SEO Unlocked course. Um, so this is for companies that are just starting out. They wanna start using some SEO tools. Um, it's actually like a, he, he breaks it down in like to a seven week course, but you can speed through it and use all the tools and, and tips and tricks that you'd like. Um, and so and if so you don't have a budget or I bandwidth. went ahead and put that in the chat. If you're watching this on my page or on YouTube, BeLive has this amazing ability to send the link straight into the chat. So I put the link straight into the chat for you if you want that. And um, I think this is something that anybody can use to get started, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, go ahead and check it out. Awesome. And then if you're looking for more support, we'll talk about that later, but I'm going to put that link down there as well. And this is going to go out into the chat too. If you want to just drop the word call in the chat as well, then um, we can reach out to you also. But we'll talk more about, about that part after we get through all the strategies and stuff. Sound good, Connor? Yeah, that sounds great. Amazing. I love it. Okay. I'm so proud of myself and my ability to bring people <laughs> off and on the screen. <laughs> Um, awesome. Okay, so I would love to dive in with some questions. And I have questions both for y'all up here on this the stage, if you will, with us, and also for those who are in the in the chat. So one of the questions that I know comes up often when it when it comes to being discovered is are you even ready for SEO? So I thought, Mark, maybe you could do a little bit about that to let us know like how people can know if they're ready, because I think that's part of the process that you walk people through when they have a sure. call with you. Yeah, it's a good question. We actually speak with people a lot of times and they have the, the same question at the front of their minds is, is this right for me right now? Do I need this? How, how can I tell if, if it's something that I should be pursuing? And often with SEO or with other types of marketing, you're trying to find opportunity that you can capture that you're currently maybe not capturing. So if you, for example, um, were a dentist, you know, in Portland and you're looking up other dentists and you're not showing up and you know 
people find and book appointments for dentists or whatever in that area all the time through finding things on Google, but they're not finding you, that's probably the first thing that you'd look at in terms of a need. I don't rank for these terms or for this language or for this type of service, this thing that I do so well, nobody knows about, nobody can find me. So first, just being able to iterate that need that you have. And then on the technical side, just a couple little things, you wanna make sure that your site is up, that your site is live, that you're not changing the domain anytime real soon, but that that's gonna be stable because if that changes, then the work that attaches to the domain would change with it. And so we'd wanna make sure that the domain is gonna be the same, that the business has probably been up for just a little while in the sense that you'd be able to handle an influx of leads clients or buyers or what have you. So are you staffed and ready, even if it's at a gradual pace to take more leads? Do you know that you're not ranking for some things that you'd like to rank for? And is the site up live with a stable domain? Initially, those would be the first couple of things that you'd probably wanna look at. Beyond that, we can hop into a chat, get kind of technical, run some audits and see maybe where some other things might pop up. But just as kind of an initial um, position, those are a couple things to consider if if you're then ready. And I, I would say, because some people don't even know, well, first of all, thank you, because I think those are questions that people don't even ask when they hear about strategies. They're like, oh yeah, I want to spend all this time. And I'm going to just admit, some people want to spend all this time building out a website. And I'm like, why don't you just go make a sale first to make sure that you even have something that is even viable, right? You don't even need a website at first. But once you know that you have something that people will buy, a website can be an awesome thing. Um, some people don't know how to know whether or not they're ranking. So some easy ways to do that would just be by like Googling your own name, right? Yeah, that's the first <laughs> or, thing that you can do or Google or your name you or up. the type of thing you want to show up for a few minutes by any of us. You know, we can just spend some time. Think of all the different ways that if you were a customer, you might describe what it is that you do that you'd want to be found for. There are other tools, free tools and, and not free tools that exist online that can help with keyword research. But the easiest thing to do is just Google yourself or things you'd want to be found for and just kind of take note. Am I showing up here or do I never show up or do I only show up for my name, but not for what I do? That's often something we see. Which is how I ended up realizing that most of my traffic, like even if you go to the Google search console, which is free, if you have it set up properly, that's where I realized I was getting like, you know, thousands of hits a month for tap dance terminology. Right. And if you Google it, you see that Google has even taken my entire website and like cataloged it in a beautiful format to send everyone who wants to tap dance my way. I really love, and this is how I actually met you, but I really love Ubersuggest. It's one of our tools that we recommend in our programs as well. So mm -hmm. I put the link for Ubersuggest in the chat, which I think is a great way, right? Would you say that in order to, to get those foundations? Yeah, like, to it's do a great that initial tool. It, it can tell you, okay, what's my traffic look like? What does it look like over time? Kind of shows it in a nice, easy graph. And then there's a little menu where it can show keywords you're ranking for, even if it's not very high, it might be way down, but you do rank. And maybe you pick out a few and you're like, oh, I want to rank better for this one and this one and, and this one. Now, we'll do a lot of keyword research for you. You don't need to come to us with a, for example, list of everything you want in the order you want it. That's part of what we'll help with. But Uber Suggest is a great first move for, hey, you know, what are my problems? What are some of my opportunities? How am I doing? It's a, it's a good tool for that and for other things. 
I love it so much. Okay. And we use it actually to come up with titles for our videos. We use it to help with the descriptions and all of that. So I would definitely check out Uber Suggest as well. Okay. So I have another question now. Once you know whether or not, you know, you kind of do your own little audit, Olivia, you have shared that there are some pillars that you focus on at, uh, at Neil Patel Digital. So is it Neil Patel Excel or Neil Patel Digital? I go back and forth. Which one? It's kind of both. It's one company, right? It's okay. Neil's company, but Neil set up several agencies back when location mattered in the world. You know, we're all working remotely now, but yeah. there was one in San Diego and there was one in Utah and then they're doing one in Chicago and there's one in Brazil and there's one in Australia and they each had kind of their own names. Um, so you can use anything you want, but the, the location that we were tethered to and and the company now that we still are is NP Excel. So you'd see that from like things Connor might send or or my email or something like that. But Neil Patel Digital is kind of the bigger mothership of, of all of this. If that helps, <laughs> okay, I don't right know. I wasn't sure what it. the mothership was. That was the real question. There so. you go. Yeah. If we're working for that, that's what you got. Okay. I got it. I love it. So Olivia, can you share with us these, uh, these pillars? Cause I think this will be really helpful for us as well. And remember, keep those nuggets coming. We've got some awesome nuggets. Um, Sue said, which Sue, I am going to put this on the screen if that's okay. Sue said, search yourself. And then she said, oops, I just realized how that sounded, that that sounded a little weird. which I think is funny. <laughs> So, um, no, I love yeah, it. Search, I think that's great. Search for your own, your own terms as well. So Olivia, can you take us through those three pillars? Yeah. So one of the things that we do when we first bring on a new client to discuss SEO is really identifying, um, you know, our full strategy in terms of their website. So uh, I know Mark has already mentioned audits process, uh, audit processing, and that is part of our, our onboarding process. And what we really try to do is focus very much on three aspects of SEO or three pillars, so to speak, which kind of creates a, a really um, holistic or well-rounded SEO strategy. That's how Neil Patel works. That's how all of our agencies work. And um, the, the basis of that is really going to be the, the technical SEO side. So this actually does get into website. It does mean that um, there are some things that need to happen to make sure that your, your website is visible to Google, it's, it's ranking, and that you're able to, um, able to get traffic to your site. You know, for example, all of us know that our attention span is super short in today's world, right? And if you're if you clicked on a website and you're waiting for seconds, even more than ten seconds, or a, you know, God forbid, minutes, you're going to probably click out of it and go, "Gosh, I don't, I don't need, I don't, I don't have time for this," you know. So, site speed is one of those technical things that actually affects your SEO because if you aren't driving traffic to your site and sites, the site speed on your site is kind of low then Google's going to see, well, not a lot of people go there, or if they do go there, they just jump right back out of the site. And so that's like one of the technical things that kind of sometimes gets overlooked, but it is something that's important for SEO is that technical piece. And there's so many of those little things that I think a lot of us wouldn't realize actually have mm -hmm. an effect on this because they're, they're not necessarily like what people would search for or putting in like the, the keywords or the metadata. So that, that first pillar, what would that first pillar actually be called if we? I would call it technical SEO, you know, okay, and the basic, and like, yeah, making sure that you have a site map, making sure that the site map is submitted to Google and then it's being indexed and then making sure that you're doing work on your site at, or at least like knowing a little bit about the back end of the site or having your web designer work on the back end of your site to make sure that you are site speed is a good thing. Now I will say that if you're a very, uh, you know, small team, 
you know, uh, and, and kind of there's priorities needing to be made. The second pillar, which we like to call on-site, is really more of the place where we need to, where you need to put your focus initially, you know. Um, and that pillar on site really has to do with those keyword strategies, which we've been talking Yay. about already. <laughs> yeah. So, so we've talked a little bit about how you need to search for the things you want to rank for, and a part of that is when you're searching, look for not only if you are ranking, if any of your pages are ranking for those types of keywords, but look and see who your competitors are. That's like a key part you know, a big question that comes up when we talk to clients about SEO is they might think that they have a very specific competitor, but then when you search for the kind of things that you want your product or your service to show up for, there may be competitors there that you haven't thought of. And those are what we call your SEO competitors. And actually Uber Suggest does a great job of locating and, and showing you like other ranked domains for yeah. the types of keywords that you're looking yep. to, to rank for. And this is actually one of the pieces that I was so grateful for because a lot of, okay, I'm going to be totally honest right now that I've hired two or three, maybe even four <laughs> other people over the years to help either like putting together a list of keywords or, you know, to help me rank for different things like that. Some things and little one-offs, some like bigger um, people that I've worked with, like longer term agreements that I've worked with. Mm -hmm. And I've never really been able to fully center in on exactly what keywords we wanted to show up for. And a lot of times people would come to us and and I think this is ironic because we're doing so much at the prepared performer. We do so much to help other people make decisions about the content they're creating and all that. But they always say, you know, the cobbler's shoes, right? You can't see what's in what's right. in the, the mug from outside the mug. You can't see <clears throat> you can't see the inside of your business. And people have given me keywords that I'm like, that is not what we want to show up for. <laughs> but what you guys did with your competitor analysis was so awesome. So can you just talk just a little bit more about that? Because I think that's something that's so helpful for others. And maybe Mark, yeah. do you, was that something that you did in our second call? We do, we do both actually, because mm -hmm. what we do, the kind of the process we do for intake, um, and this is where me and Olivia kind of connect to one another in our roles and our in our different departments is I'll talk to someone initially and and we we call it a discovery call trying to get to know okay tell me about your business what are your challenges tell me about your team the bandwidth you have like Olivia mentioned a developer do you have one if you don't that's okay if you do that's okay content do you have people that write it do you not want to write it do you only want to write it and we don't write it all of this stuff is different so on a discovery call we're starting to formulate kind of a strategy and we can understand your landscape. Part of that is your competition. So I very often on a discovery call will ask about uh, the business owner's competition and then I'll do my own research to find maybe some other competitors. And then if we decide after the discovery call, hey, maybe this is a good fit, let's develop a campaign and, and maybe work together. I'll come back a few days, I'll build that, show it to you. We go a little bit deeper in that call into some of the competitors that I've found. Then let's say we go into the next step and we have an engagement. Then Olivia's team takes over. She's the account manager. She has folks around her that support her and they go even deeper into the competitors because what we need to do for a website is different dependent on how sophisticated the competition is in a certain category of SEO work. It's if all point. of their content's terrible, we don't need as much. If all of their links are really great, we're going to need more of that. And we account for that right from the start before the engagement begins in the strategy part that I that I kind of take a role in so that 
when we get started, we're not just doing stuff that's generally thought of as a good idea in SEO. We're doing the specific things in the amounts that are needed relative to the specific site, its keywords it's going after, the industry it's in, and the competitive landscape that we have to now compete within. So that's kind of why competition matters and why we look at it multiple times at increasing depth as we go. And I learned things from that, like people that I'd never even heard of, which who were killing it in the world of SEO that aren't showing. It's interesting to me because I'm so focused on social media. And obviously here with Be Live, we're focused on live video and all that kind of stuff, you know. But it's it's interesting to me how um how much I learned through this process about other people in this space as well. So uh it's just so good. Thank you so much. And I don't know, Olivia, if you want to add anything else to that when it comes to um the analysis and and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So the, I mean, the analysis picks up right where Mark had left off, which is that, you know, once we look at your, your site, we look at your competition, we kind of see what you have and what you maybe don't have right now, then we're able to say, well, okay, based on the analysis that we've done on these SEO competitors of yours, what makes sense for us to be able to um, take from them? You know, what, what market share, little sliver of market share can we grab or where are their weaknesses that we can kind of take, take that little, um, take that and run with it basically and kind of get you a little bit higher in the rankings. And I love this as it's an, it's really like we're always talking about collaboration over competition and all of that. So it's, I'm a little competitive. It is a rank for, order. So I'm competitive, it does end I'm up getting ranked. for you, Molly. I'm competitive for That's you. Right. <laughs> but I'm like, how can we see these as opportunities? You know, that if I move above this person in the search rank, that I can then share this with them and celebrate them. I know. And well, we're all like, how do we funny. exploit their weaknesses? You know, it's like. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned that because that leads me perfectly into the third pillar, what, I, what we call like the third pillar of SEO, which is that. Um, that offsite side, so Ooh, okay. which I want to talk about a little bit, but I actually, before I do that, I know that the interlinking, internal linking uh, strategies Ooh, yeah. was also something that I know to be, you know, something that you had really found valuable, Molly, and so I wanted to mention that as part of our on-site work as well. So can you talk more about that? So is this is this like backlinking and things like, and, and internal linking, both backlinking? Internal. Yeah. So so to kind of continue with the the second pillar of on-site. Okay. So. With keyword strategy, what you want to do, and this is a key, this is actually a very key thing for everybody on here to be able to just take away. Um, Google really values websites that are ranked um, efficiently and uh, not ever duplicating content or duplicating mm -hmm. Uh, duplicating keyword strategies or competing against themselves, right? You never want to have a situation where the Google bots don't understand what your website is about. Like if you have five mm -hmm. pages that you're trying to work keyword strategy into for the same exact thing, Google's going to be like, what? I don't know. Like, duh, I'm out of here, you know? Yeah. Um, but so that's why when you have a website, it's really important to kind of identify the purpose of each page and what you want to rank that page for that's peripheral, you know, obviously they, in, in the end, it's all going to be very similar um, in terms of your industry, but each page is ranked for something different. And, um, and actually to that point, I think I found, I think I thought of another golden nugget to give to give to your audience <laughs> as well. Um, we at Neil Patel also think about a website the way that Google thinks about a website, which is we think of your homepage as a welcome mat, okay? It's like, yeah. welcome, we are kind of this type of website. Your, <laughs> all of your different main category pages, like maybe your 
um, maybe your about page, maybe your uh, blog page, and then maybe um, your like services page or products. Those are kind of like the different rooms in your house. You know, you know what they're used for. They're all used for different things. And the supporting content, which would be blogs and driving people to the different pages within your website, those would be like additional things within those rooms. So think about your website that way. Don't try to rank your homepage for every single thing that you want it to rank for because it's it's not meant to be that. It's meant to be this welcome okay. mat. And of... let's just talk about this for one more <laughs> second. So thank you for saying this because... I, as most of you know, I'm one who like likes to shove as much into every moment of life as I possibly can. <laughs> so when we did the analysis on our homepage, they were like, there's 75 call to actions here, <laughs> which is my normal like go-to. And it's easy for me to spot those things in someone else's website, right? But when, I, when you are running your own business and you're excited about it, sometimes you may put a few too many things out there. So that was a huge piece of it. And then I'd also love to chat a little bit about just real quick, because I think this is so helpful for the live stream piece of this. So those of you who are using live video like we are, we actually take our live videos and we turn them into a blog post. We turn them into, um, uh, you know, lots of little snippets of content. We turn it into a podcast. We turn it into YouTube videos. We make all of this content from our one main live video. And so this has actually really helped me to be able to structure our blog posts in a different way before I go live. So it sets up your live video in a completely different way. And one of those things is how you actually link internally into each, into your exactly. show notes to other videos. So can you chat about that for just a second? Yeah, I saw someone commented backlinking, interlinking. There's so many words that are being thrown around <laughs> and I agree. There is that Google is a machine. It's just trying to be logical. Google doesn't have some preference about what site's gonna rank better other than just the factors of how it's valuing a site. It just wants to give all of us as search engine users the best results every time we search for anything so they can continue dominating their space, right, as a company. Exactly. So when we talk about interlinking and backlinking there's always a why are we doing this and we can go into that you know as we talk to people we did that together you and i molly like we talked about interlinking this is why interlinking matters this is why backlinking matters this is why content matters because we're just trying to showcase to google hey our site's really relevant and really authoritative it's a really great answer to these questions when people type in these things and all of this is just a means to that end to show yeah. them that. Yeah, man. And I will say this is also really helpful when it comes to your Facebook live videos or your YouTube videos, because you can have playlists. You can have, you know, if you can do a YouTube video where at the end it recommends another YouTube on a similar topic within your YouTube channel, same exact thing, right? Mm -hmm. So when you keep people on your page, your channel longer, it's actually super beneficial. So yeah, so uh, I can talk yeah. about internal linking and kind of map. I'll do it yeah. from the perspective of working with you, Molly, if that's okay. okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so obviously we're here on this live video. Molly's going to probably repurpose this content on her on her website. And basically, whenever anybody searches for how do I how do I like do a live video or how do I do SEO when using social media? How do I get people to come to my site using social media? Whatever. Molly's going to show up for those terms. We're going to make sure she does. Um, and 
the, the purpose, though, is that once somebody's on your website, we want them to stay on your website longer. Because if they spend a lot of time on your site, that's a signal to Google that you're an authority and you're credible and that this is a site that's worth reading. So how you how you create opportunities for people to stay on your website is this thing called internal linking, which is basically um, moving them around the house, you know, saying, hey, you're in the kitchen now. You like the kitchen. We'll go over to the living room and read this book and, you know, read this piece of content, you know, basically uh, make sure that you're giving them lots of opportunities to read other similar related things. We all know this is like something we experience within social media um, or on YouTube or, you know, any type of blog that you're into. There's always related content or related products to buy, right? And you want to create that experience. So that's basically what internal linking is. And there, that was such a great way to explain it. I think Janice, let us know. I just need to shout out Janice. She is an amazing artist. I have pieces that I've purchased from her in my home. And she has totally learned so much this past year and elevated it. And just Janice, I'm so proud of you. You should check out Janice Margolis Fine Art because she's amazing. Side right. note. <laughs> and I think that was a great way to explain it. And one, here's an example. So like when I spoke about how we're using BeLive to do these videos, and if you aren't using BeLive, um, hello, now the link is in the chat. Go to find out more about BeLive. If you aren't using BeLive, you should be using it. And what we do is after we finish this video with BeLive, there's actually an editor on the back side of this. So I have video, I have a blog post, several blog posts about repurposing. I have the ultimate guide to content repurposing, right? And what I do with that is I can link that inside the show notes for this show, which is going to keep people within our site longer. And that's good, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so good. Okay. Now, um, this is where we move into the third pillar. Yes, yes. Now this is where we get to move into backlinking, which I call the cherry on top, so to speak. Um, it actually has kind of, I would say it has um, sort of ties to PR in a sense, right? So um, the idea is that, again, this is all going back to Mark's, what Mark had been saying, like about Google being a, a robot, it's, it's a machine. And when you have a lot of other websites that are linking to your website, it gives Google the signal that you are a credible website to link to, that a lot of people view you as an authority. Now, it wouldn't make sense, though, for Molly to have a ton of, I don't know, well, let's say tap dancing websites <laughs> that link back to your site, Molly, because it's not the same industry, right? So when we're talking about backlinking, basically what it is, is it's an opportunity for you to create other, um, like, other other websites to give them opportunities to link back to yours and basically signal to Google that you're an authority in the space. So with Molly, for example, we work on her backlinks. We want them to be, uh, you know, sites and content specifically about, you know, strategist, a content strategist side, you know, making sure that she's be, she's being linked to for live video information. Um, so when you think about your industry, you want to provide opportunities or, or get opportunities rather um, for, for your site to be linked back to from quality sites that are similar to yours within the industry. So I have a question about this and we have some really awesome questions, which Keith, I saw your question and I was going to ask that actually on pillar number two, but I'll ask it in just a second. So I had someone recommend for a client once that they should just find a bunch of random websites to link back. What do you think about that? No, I, I can jump in on that. I hear that a lot when I'm talking to people the first time, you know, um, 
hey, here's what I'm doing, here's what I'm trying or whatever. The thing we have to understand is Google and their algorithm is changing and improving and evolving and updating over time, over years. 10 or 12 years ago, what Google cared about most is the number of sites that are linking back to you, period. So when I got in this industry about 12 years ago, that was the name of the game. Any site might not be relevant to you, might not have a high score in its own right, but it's linking to you. Just dump in all those links that we can. Google has moved dramatically far away from that where it doesn't really matter to them at all anymore how many links you have. They're just looking, like Olivia is making the point of, are these sites that are linking to you, and Google can see this link, are they relevant to what you are trying to rank for? And are they considered authoritative for that same topic mm -hmm. that we're considering? So I think, Molly, you and I, I might have done this with you. I do this from time to time. An analogy I find is helpful sometimes for people. There's lots of good ones, but I'm a sports fan. So a baseball analogy for you. Let's say I was trying to convince everyone here on the stream that I'm a really good baseball player, but no one's ever seen me play baseball. and You haven't even seen me stand up before. So how do you know? <laughs> right. So, so I'm, I'm the website, right? I'm, I'm trying to convince, you know, I'm a big deal. I'm good at what I say I'm good at, right? That's what we're all doing with our website. So let's say I, as a, as a ball player, I line up a hundred little leaguers, right? My, some of my son's friends that are eight or 10. How about a thousand little leaguers? How about 10,000? And they all say, Jack's dad is really good at baseball. Does that move the needle for you? Eh, maybe not a ton. But what if I got 20 college baseball players, current division one college ball players? How about five professional ball players? How about last year's MVP in the, in the major league baseball? Of all of those scenarios, which one moved the needle for you to say, oh, yeah, Mark's a good baseball player because so-and-so says so? It's the MVP. He's won versus 10,000, 100,000 little leaguers. Why? Because in baseball, that guy's opinion matters. He's an authority, and his expertise is relevant to what I'm trying to convince people I'm really good at. So when we do link building, that's what we're looking for, finding other sites that are hot shots, you know, that are big deals, that Google MVP. values their opinion, you know, yeah, they're the MVP and they link to, and which is basically recommend your site for the thing you do best. And that is what moves the needle for link building. You don't need a lot of them. You just need the right ones that are coming to your page from the right topics. Uh, I love it. You know, you just did two things that I really love and want to highlight. And we've got some awesome questions that if you guys are good to, to take some questions, would that be okay? Yeah. I know. yeah. Okay, awesome. So I love how you use these baseball analogies and you've used other baseball analogies with me before. And what I do it, use baseball analogies. That is a thing <laughs> I do. But it's good. It and not but and it's good because the more that you use baseball analogies the more when i see anything baseball related i'll start to think of you which is one of our secrets as a part of our quesadilla of awesome strategy that we talk about here which is where you identify the things that you really love the things that make you you and you weave them into your business it helps to create these little anchors that people cling to that make hmm. them think back about you so there you go that's a good little video, I, live I video strategy it. as well. I love it. Also, um, I don't think I've ever told you this. I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on a video before either, but my great aunt was in the professional, she was a professional baseball player during the war. So she's like one of the League of Their Own baseball That's players. That's a great movie. 
Wow. Isn't that so cool? Like in real life, oh, yeah. she, her 90th birthday, she threw the opening pitch for the Astros. That's amazing. That's, cool. that's so cool. That's so, the coolest. I love it. And that's a really great, really great analogy though, that I think makes it, makes it a little clear. And then I've got, um, we had a question about scrape box. I don't know what that is. It says, so don't use scrape box anymore. Go for quality links. What is scrape box? Is that something? Oh, look at our videos just got really small so that Christina could fit up here with us. <laughs> I, I don't know Scrapebox by name, but there's a lot of services that are really just automated um, tools to kind of gather in low value links um, yeah. or even link farming. There's there's some sketchy stuff out there. I can't speak to this in particular. Maybe Olivia's looking it up, but I don't know. But I, <laughs> in general, there's a lot of shady stuff with link building that's based partially on a misunderstanding of, of mm -hmm. link building and a realization that to do it the right way is really hard. As a company, and, and Neil personally, we have a lot of clients that are other SEO agencies and they outsource their link building to us to do for their clients. Mm -hmm. Like they'll do the other stuff as best as they well, can, but they'll so have us one, do link building. So okay, I have to say that to was do. one thing that really surprised me in the most recent email that Olivia sent me, which I haven't fully told you how awesome it was. But Olivia sent an email that was like, we've got you all these backlinks on all these trusted sites. And I was like, what? I don't have to like send any, a personal email begging to have my sites backlinked. <laughs> and they're in nope. like regular articles. Yep. And that's, and that's the, the power of having a link building team that's already got those relationships in place. This is honestly one of the, you know, I would say the perks of working with a company like, like ours is because we have that structure built in. You don't have to do the hard work of pitching topics to other sites and trying to find sites that are like yours. Now, I know that everyone doesn't have the luxury of that, though. So this is where a little bit of that, um, that PR quality or, you know, what, going back to the whole conversation about opportunities and creating relationships versus competition. Um, this is an opportunity, like backlinking is quite honestly an opportunity for you to create uh, relationships in the industry. Because if you find, so if you if you really value the opinion of someone who's, who you're uh, aspiring to be in a specific industry and they, uh, they do, you know, refer people or they do talk about, you know, people in the industry, it might be a great opportunity for you to write a really great content piece, link back to your website in it, and then provide it to them as an opportunity to post on their website. You know, that's a yeah. backlink right there. I love it. So we call those power partners and it's a huge piece Absolutely. of our strategy. So I love that so much. So we had a question that came in about pillar number two and pillar number two was the on-site optimization. Mm -hmm. And so Keith, a new member of the CAM fam, who is an awesome chef. And what I love what Keith does is he combines the power of cooking with meditation so that we can see how those things go together. And I am super oh, excited to learn more. Two things I love. Right? That's cool. My wife likes to be left alone when she's cooking. So maybe there's something to that. I think, yeah, I like, I love it. So he was asking what about landing pages? And I thought this was a great question for part of my case study as well, because let's talk about landing pages. <laughs> <laughs> landing pages. So I will say landing pages are a great idea. The only caveat is that landing pages should, if you want to build long-term SEO growth, all of your pages should be on the same domain. And the reason for that is because authority from Google is going to grow on your overall root domain is the way we have to call it, you know, the main domain itself. And there can be pages inside of your domain, like we talked about, you know, SEO is all about thinking about your website as a house, your homepage is a welcome mat, the other mm -hmm. 
you know, pages in your uh, website or like other rooms in your house. So it's okay if the kitchen ranks higher than your welcome mat, you know, it's okay. <laughs> because the kitchen is probably where you want them to purchase your service from anyways. So you got to think about how, and, and one of those pages can be a landing page, right? You can drive traffic from social media, from mm -hmm. any, from email to a landing page, not necessarily your homepage, but as long as it's ranking on the same domain and everything is in one specific website, that authority is going to translate across your whole website. And that's going to be yep. something that's going to build your growth over time. A good and nugget or tip on that. Just one thing I've noticed is if you're on your site or on any site and you click on something on that site and it's taking you to a new page and your browser opens a new tab and it's not just staying within the same tab, right? Because normally you move around a website, your tab doesn't change right you're just browsing in this tab but if you click I'm on afraid something of what you're gonna say i'm really afraid of what you're gonna say and i'm afraid i'm gonna have to like hide under the computer keep going no no oh, i don't think no, so. no, no. It just, <laughs> okay. it, when it breaks off like that it's just an indication of what olivia is talking about right where it's maybe not all nested under the same domain it's just kind of a tell okay so what happens <laughs> well, you guys know that i like am really good at creating hot messes so what happened in the world of seo on your social side i got you it is organized and clean but when it comes to your seo so what happens if you're linking between two pages within the same website and you have it open in a new tab does that tell google that they're not staying on the same site even if they are so you can you can certainly um, because sometimes when you're in your website and you're building out your pages, you can tell you can tell your website that if they click on a specific button, it could open a new window or a new tab. Um, but mm -hmm. if it's on the same domain, then it's good. Um, I think okay. you know what we're saying is that if it changes the domain, which typically opens a new tab, yeah, if yeah, yeah. the domain changes, then that's a sign that that you are no longer in the same website and now the SEO is no longer part of that, that original I think website. The most, the most common way that you watching this may be doing this, or maybe if you're listening on the podcast, I always forget to reference our podcast listeners. If you are listening on the podcast or watching this right now in the replay, um, you may have something like lead pages or a tool like that or Sam cart, which we love that make it really easy to just create a little page right away. And then it's like a bloop little easy thing. And so for me, that's what I have done in so many different ways. But what we realized was like camera confidence, for example, is our main sales page for our, my personal main program. And I'm sending so much traffic there when we have an opportunity to join that that's traffic that I could be capitalizing on if I took the extra time and effort to build that within the actual site. So precisely. Yeah. Right. And, and, to, and to your point, you know, when you're just getting started and you're looking to see if your product is something that's worth selling, it can, it can make sense to have those kind of really quick, easy landing pages that you can build within Samcart, for example. But once you decided and you're like, OK, I'm in this now, it's really time to start thinking about SEO as a long term value. <sighs> So good. Okay, I know we are we are just coming up to the end of our time that we have with both of you, which I'm so grateful for. So I just want to make sure that those of you who do know that you have a product that actually is selling and you know you have a website that's actually getting traffic and you'd like to take it to that next level, I just put the chat, the link in the chat again over there. So you can just go to molly.live slash NPD, which is Neil Patel Digital, NPD, and that will give you a chance to apply to book a call. So Mark, can you tell us a little bit more about the type, like the call's not gonna be right for everybody because I love how honest you are, Mark, about whether or not it's a it's a good fit to, to work with, with your team. So can you tell us just a little more yeah. about that? 
Yeah, so sort of the process, you know, if uh, if you click on a link or you make an inquiry, you know, with Neil Patel, depending on how you do it, there's different channels we have and funnels, if you will, for doing that. But you might uh, speak with someone uh, prior to speaking to me that's just going to talk to you a little bit and ask a couple of in introductory questions. Um, there will also be opportunities to fill out a, a form or we might ask you, hey, a couple competitor questions. Do you have some competitors in mind? Hey, give us a brief summary of where you're at. Um, you know, what kind of revenue or employee count or just some things that can help us to kind of manage, you know, the, the leads or the, the folks, the inquiries that we get. And then if you end up on a call with someone like me, then we'll have a discussion much as we just described. Take an hour try to understand things and we're not very heavy handed like Molly was just kind of making the the point we're gonna tell you if it's a bad idea <laughs> we're gonna tell you if this spend that you want to spend or that you were thinking about spending is too high or too low perhaps um, and because to us it's not really about just the revenue or we're desperate to sign up everybody we talk to. We're, we're, we're not that company, right? And there's plenty of them out there. Nothing wrong with that. But whether we're lucky or smart, you know, Neil Patel, we got a lot of people out there that, that like to ask <laughs> I think it's a combination of luck and, and smartness. Yeah, there you go. So, so, we, so with us then, we have the attitude of we want to find a fit. We want to find a natural connection where what you need and what we do are are really closely tied to each other naturally. We don't want to force it. I had a client we turned away this week that was wanting to do about $15,000 a month, which is a high budget, by the way. Yeah. Um, and we told him no. And he wanted to give us this money. And we told him no because we weren't confident that that was a large enough spend. He's in a hyper-competitive industry. And we told him, I'm not confident that that spend for what you're needing and the service and everything that's associated with that is going to move the needle enough to where you're happy in three and in six months, right? So and, good. And we'll just tell you that. And so we didn't sign this fella up. Um, you know, would have been nice, but but it wasn't the right thing, so we didn't do it. It's awesome. Now, okay, now when so grateful for that. yeah, when you but when you do, if you do happen to be able to sign up, you get to work with someone like me on an ongoing basis. Like Molly gets to work with me. <laughs> slash, I get to work with Molly. I feel privileged, honestly. That's right. <laughs> um, and yeah, and and. You know, I hope that at least, you know, today's conversation gave you some good, you know, gave your audience, Molly, some really good tips on how to get started with SEO if yeah. they have, you know, haven't thought about it. Um, but yeah, I would love to work with any of you. I love it. So what I'm actually going to do, I'm going to let Olivia and Mark get to their next call. And then I'm going to take just a couple minutes here. We do this little thing called a speedy recap. So I'm going to take, I'm going to record live our video that we're going to end up putting onto YouTube. It becomes, we actually have a podcast. It's called the Glam Go Live and Monetize podcast. And we also have a briefing of it where you can hear just the speedy recaps from all of our videos. You can go anywhere where podcasts are played listened to. And I'm going to record that little speedy recap right now. I took some notes behind the scenes. So if you jumped in partway through, or if you have some more questions, I will stay on just for a few more minutes just to kind of wrap that up with the magic of Be Live. It's so good. All right. So guys, thank you so thank much you. for joining us. I know you've got to get to other calls and stuff too. And I put the link for the call. Um, if you'd like to book a call in the chat, also make sure that you give us the word remind me all one word below this video, and that will get you access to the show notes from today. We're going to be sending those show notes out um, the beginning of next week. So you'll be able to get those and it'll have everything that we've talked about all the links. Oh, there was one more quick question. Is backlinking from social media? Does that count as backlinking? 
Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it is, uh, this gets a little bit more into the technical side of what backlinking is and isn't, but there are things called follow links and no follow links. Essentially, follow links are links that say, yes, you should pass along the SEO juice of this website to that website. And social media are automatically no follow links. So unfortunately not. not. Good question. But Good you should question. always, you should still always link back to your website. Yeah, leverage social your media. social media for sure. That is a good thing to do anyway. But from for this thing that Google wants, link building, it's other independent domains with Correct. a link back to you that is a follow link. Um, those are those juicy ones we don't need a ton of, but that have a lot of kind of punching power, as it were. That That's what we mean when we talk about I talk those. a lot about SEO juices. <laughs> I know. I right. It's very juicy. In the kitchen. Okay, so I was thinking every time we see a house, we're going to think of you. And then when I go in the kitchen, every time I juice, now I'll think of you as well. <laughs> there you go. Well, good. So have a glass of juice and watch a baseball game and you'll get the whole experience for so a good. Oh my gosh, I love it. Put your tap shoes on. The whole thing is complete. <laughs> All right. Thanks thank you so much, Molly. so much for joining us. We're going to jump into our little speedy recap and I'll, I'll talk to you guys soon. I can't wait. Thanks, everybody. Bye, okay. everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. How much goodness was that? So I did take some notes and I have one little nugget that I'm going to say for the very end when we pick our nugget winner to let you know um, a really cool way that you can actually optimize your website and get more traffic using social. So I have one more little tip that I'm going to add at the end. So if you are enjoying this, oh my gosh, give me some, some of those little likes and the hearts. I love those. It lets us know that um, this is, it lets us know that this is, uh, well, it lets us know that this is something that's resonating with you. And I can see over here in the chat, I can see those of you who have given us some of those. So Harris, so good to see you here. Jenta, Selena, Liz, Elizabeth is here. Sue, Jane, thanks so much. Do a little fireworks show. I want to see those numbers go up. So that little, and if this was valuable, I would so appreciate a little sprinkle of this amongst your community. That would be awesome too. Um, ooh, and Christina, that's such a great question. What is considered a good domain authority score? I don't actually know. So I'll try and get that and put it in the show notes. Okay, yeah, I love it. All right, so, um, <laughs> Kristen says, what happened to Connor with the awesome hair? Connor had told me he was only going to be on for the beginning. So he did have awesome hair today, right? I was like, Connor, the hair is rocking. He is totally awesome. Um, okay, so I'm going to do a little speedy recap. I've got some notes here on the screen and um, we're going to go through it. So this is your guide, your SEO guide for beginners. So I'm going to clap and then we're going to pick our nugget winner at the end. Okay. If you want to build your business, you want people to find you for free, you are going to want to dive into some SEO strategies. And I know it can be a little overwhelming. There's so many opportunities. There's terms, words that you may never have heard of before. So today I am going to give you the condensed version of the SEO guide for beginners. Here we go. The first thing that you want to do is you want to ask yourself, are you ready? Like, do you actually have a product and a service that you know people are interested in? Have you made some sales, right? If you haven't done that yet, I personally wouldn't spend all this time focusing on the SEO. Make sure you talk to a human being, have an inner, you know, a one-to-one -one interaction, make a sale first, then you'll know which direction to go in. So ask yourself if you're ready to start optimizing your SEO. Then you want to do your own little audit of your own site. So go through your own site. Right? If you've got a website there, use something like one of my favorite tools, Ubersuggest, which can tell you 
some more some more information about your site. Also, the Google Search Console, which is totally free. Uber Suggest has a free version as well. But the Google Search Console is a great way to see what you're already ranking for. So dive in to see what you're already ranking for. And then do an audit of those keywords with your competitors. So look at the people who are in your space who are showing up for those keywords that you want to show up for. This is a really a great foundational piece to get those foundations started before you move into full on mega awesome SEO strategies. When it comes to moving into the awesome strategies, you want to focus on these three pillars. And these are three pillars that I learned from my good friends over at Neil Patel Excel, Neil Patel Digital, it is also known as. If you know Neil Patel, he is, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, the go-to in the world when it comes to SEO. And I am so honored to be partnering with their team. They are working on my SEO. I'm partnering with them, sharing their goodness with the world. It has been awesome. And Olivia from their team shared these three pillars, which I think are really, really great. So the first is technical SEO. Now, this is where you dive in. You get a site map. Make sure that Google can actually see it. Make sure it's indexed is what that's called. A site map is actually a map of everything that's happening behind the scenes on your website. And you just load that little thing into Google's crawlbot section. <laughs> that was a very um, detailed example of how to do that. It's not that hard, but you want to make sure that it actually is indexed by Google and check the site speed on your website because that actually affects the SEO ranking as well. And then you want to make sure you identify like what are the keywords that you want to be showing up for. So those would be those technical things on the backside that you want to kind of get in place in general before you move to the next step, which is the actual on-site optimization. And that's where those keywords that I mentioned really come into place. So in the on-site optimization, you're going to be doing a deeper competitive analysis, really looking to find what are those keywords and where are the opportunities where you could maybe rank higher than someone in the search, the search results. Um, identify those keywords. And then once you have those, you want to go into your pages and your posts, everything that's on your site, and see how you can do some internal linking. So an example that I used is we are using B.Live in order to make this magic happen on this video today. And I'm going to show you um, B.Live. I'm going to bring it up onto the screen. So here's B.Live. <laughs> and with B.Live, we love to repurpose our content. We combine the B.Live editor, which is what happens right when you're done with your live video. You can get in and chop little pieces out. We can combine that with a tool called InVideo that we also love. And I have several posts about repurposing. So I can link the, the notes from today's show to all of those posts about repurposing because those are different ways to get more um, you know, you get more SEO juices by repurposing your videos into a blog post. So if I internally link those posts, as I mentioned them here in this video, in the notes from this show, that will help Google to see, oh, she's really talking about all these things that are all connected. It's just, it's not just a one-off post about how to increase your visibility using digital marketing, right? Okay, and use Live because it's awesome. <laughs> okay, and then once you've done that on-site optimization, the next step is to do the off-site optimization. And I'm going to look at my notes just to make sure I've got all of Olivia's tips here. Olivia and Mark came to the show and it was so awesome. So when it comes to off-site recommendations, this is where, or optimization, sorry, off-site optimization, this is where you want to make sure that other people are sending traffic to your site. So Mark from Neil Patel's team, he suggested that you look at it like, 
a baseball team. So if he's a baseball coach and a bunch of little kids on the baseball team recommended him as a good baseball coach, he may be like, okay, cool. I kind of believe you. And then he said, if a college baseball player recommends him, that's a little more authority, right? But if a pro baseball player recommends him, then you're like, oh yeah, I totally trust that he's a good baseball player. Same thing with Google. There's different types of sites that can recommend you. And you want to make sure that you're partnering with someone who is really a good fit to recommend you so that it's not like you're just farming out links to sites that don't really have anything to do with what you're talking about, right? So you want to be careful when you're doing that off-site optimization that you're very specific about it. Oh my gosh. So those are the three pillars. That is technical SEO, on-site SEO optimization, and then off-site SEO optimization. And when you have all that in place, ta-da, you start showing up at the top of the newsfeed on Google, which is not a newsfeed. It is search results. <laughs> but I bet it'll help you show up on the top of the newsfeed over on other places too. Oh my gosh, that is a speedy recap. This is part of our full video that we do every Wednesday at 10 a.m. live, both on Facebook and on YouTube. The podcasts are now going to be released on Mondays. So keep that in mind and check us out anywhere where podcasts are listened to as well. All right. Thank you so much. This was so fun. And make sure you check out the show notes. We'll have them below this video. My name is Molly Mahoney. I love helping you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it with the magic of live video and some real fancy digital marketing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so much information to share in a speedy recap. Jeepers, creepers. Okay, so I'm gonna, um, I love these nuggets. I'm gonna pick a winner, ready? Here we go. Let's see. Who is it? Where's my? It is Kristen Kelly had such good nuggets today. She said, Nugget, keep everything on the same domain. No landing pages from the email client. Ooh, yeah. So no landing pages from like, um, you know, convert kit or different places like that. Now, like I said earlier, if you're wanting to get something up quickly, put it on the little landing page. But if you have something that is really you're directing a lot of traffic to that one you want to take the time and extra effort and maybe even money to build it inside your actual website okay oh my gosh this was so good yes i love it bez thanks for the little recap there too okay i am gonna wrap this up helga i'm so glad that you were here she says nugget first ask yourself have you actually sold something right okay i love it this has been so great. If you're not using BeLive, man, today I like really loved BeLive even more than usual because I've never actually had four guests on at the same time. So I learned a lot today. <laughs> I think it was, wasn't just the four guests. It was like the four guests and swapping out our little live link. So like, this is so cool. You know, when I bring this up into the chat and if you're watching this over on BeLive's page, um, I'm cross posting over there. So I can't actually, the, the link isn't going to the, into the chat there, but I'll come back and connect with you over there. Make sure you get the links from today. Um, but it's so cool because when I scroll through this, it just automatically puts the link. So like the link for Uber suggest just went out. If I scroll through here, the link for um, Neil Patel digital, if you want to book a call with them just went out. If you go through here, the link to their free course just went out. And if you're listening to this in the podcast, just know you can get all of this in the show notes, which will be ready soon on our website, thepreparedperformer.com. So good. All right. Go get me live. It's awesome. Go check out Neil Patel's stuff. It's awesome. The team is amazing. I just can't say enough.
Okay. I'll see you guys next week. It's Molly. Thanks so much for being here. Bye.